Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome back to Don V Fridays. Back like I never left. Um, it was some stuff going on, you know, that we had to get ironed out before we could start back recording. Y'all seen the announcement on Twitter. I am officially part of a podcast network. Uh, they say, you know, good things come to good people. I try to be a good person. I try. You know, I, I push the shop. When I go to the grocery store, I be pushing the cart back into the cart corral. And I be like opening doors for women and stuff. So I recycle when I can. So I try not to be trash all the time. They say, you know, blessings and good things happen to, you know, good people. Um... I guess I've been a good person for a little while now, so you know God blesses me with you know the opportunity, and 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 I'm proud to be part of a podcast network, Armchair All Americans, out here, gang gang, uh, I'm, I'm proud and um, I'm humble to be a part of the team. I, it's only is 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 it only goes up from here, it only goes up from here. We can only go up. You know, so I I, I want to thank all the people over there that's been supporting me, and uh, they they believe in they believe in me. So, I you know I'm gonna put I'm gonna put that logo on my back and I'm gonna run with it. Um, but before we get into the episode, I gotta show love to our sponsors. You know, since I started this podcast, I get asked all sort of questions about who to bet on, who to bet with. I don't always know who's gonna win, but I do always know where to go. The answer is my bookie. Between their live in-game betting, endless props, and fantasy sports wages, there's always something for everybody. With the best player perks in the sports book business, they've been good to me, and I know they'll be good to you. They're hooking my listeners up all month. Visit mybookie.ag and the promo code is armchair25 when creating your account. To claim your 50% bonus. Laying down $100. You now got an extra $50 in play. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. Promo code armchair25. You play. You win. You get paid. That's the most important thing. Because you got to play to win. Because scared money don't make it. Always remember that. Let's get into the episode it's been a while. It's been a couple of weeks um, since I recorded the podcast because there was some, there was transition. I was in transition. I was in flux. They like to say, not really much going on on the Virginia Tech front outside of God bless all the Hokies that's graduating. Uh, I never went to college. So I think one of my mama's dreams that I robbed her of I never walked across that stage as a college person. I did graduate high school uh, for the motherfuckers that think I didn't. I graduated high school on time. If I did four years of high school. I did walk across that stage. I gave her that, but I didn't give her like her real dream. I think she wanted me to like 
be a, I don't know, something that college people do. She wanted me to walk across that college stage, but nah, fam. Wasn't in the works. <laughs> but uh, salute to all the Hokies that's graduated. Uh, you got nothing but blessings and nothing but good things coming your way. Uh, to walk across that stage, it's got to be an honor because... Shit, a lot of people quit college, you know. They go to college for like a year. They go to college for like two years. And come to find out they wasting their own time. They wasting their mama time. They wasting their parents' money. So if you went through four, five years, some motherfuckers go to college for six, seven, eight years. If you put in all that time and you walk across that stage, can't nobody tell you shit. Remember that. Can't nobody tell you nothing. It's always a blessing to walk across that stage. Salute to all the Hokies that walk across that stage. I know your mama proud. They, you know, a lot of people might, a lot of your family, your friends, people back in your old neighborhood, wherever you from, it's a lot of people proud of you. They might not say it. They might not even show it. But people, but trust me, that's a, that's a, uh, that's, that's a great accomplishment that you did. So, Salute to all the Hokies that, that graduated. Even the football players that graduated uh, and are now going to move on and play, be graduate transfers for other teams. I got no hate in my heart to no Eric Kuma or no Chris Cunningham or no Trevon Hill. Hey, you, you, you accomplished something and now you get to graduate and do great things somewhere else. You know, God bless you. Uh, Chris Clark uh, from Virginia Tech Basketball. He is transferred to Texas Tech. I think that's a good move, man. Texas Tech was just in the Final Four. So, you know, he can bring his tenacity and his toughness down there to Lubbock, Texas, and help them try to go back to the Final Four. Yeah, I'm rooting for Chris Clark. You know, it didn't end well in Blacksburg, but, I mean, hell, you know. Eric, that ain't the end of his book. That wasn't the end of his book, obviously. He, he made some mistakes, like all people do. He made, he made some mistakes, but now, you know, he's going to be down in Lubbock, and like I said, he can help try to get them back to the Final Four, you know? And it'll be a dream, but maybe we can see him again in the tournament. Maybe we can play against them if we good enough, if Mike Young... Who out here, hey, Mike Young out here working. Let me let me let me put some respect on Mike Young name. Let me put some respect on Mike Young name, because he was able to uh Mike Young been out here recruiting. Mike Young been out here recruiting. He out here landing point guards and four stars. And he out here recruiting seven footers. I gotta put some respect on Mike Young's name. Um that still doesn't change, like I guess long term, but if 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 you know how I feel. I still, you know, feel the way I feel. Like maybe we could have got him Rick Patino or whoever. But still, I mean, if the man's working, I would be a fool to just talk shit about and the man doing doing his job. So salute Mike Young for him being able to uh to to immediately hit the hit the trail. And that's all I ask for a lot of times. Like, man, just work. Hit the trail. Be out here. Try to, you know, try to get these seven footers. You know, that's where we was our weakest. That was our weakness, honestly. Landing landing the big time recruits and landing size, 
So, salute Mike Young. Um, that's pretty much it on the, uh, I guess, the Virginia Tech front of things. I'm going to go into a more serious topic, which is the abortion bans and, and bills that's been going on in the South, like Georgia. I think North Carolina's considering it. Like, I think Alabama's. I got to sit at the table because every time some wild, reckless, disrespectful, controversial shit is going on, you better believe Alabama's always. Nobody asks Alabama to be trash and they just jump in front of the trash bus like we're ready to be trash. But uh, this topic kind of hits home to me. I always look at this podcast like a. Uh, you know, I don't have listeners like like I like like y'all aren't just listeners or fans or whatever the case may be. Like this is my family. I feel like I can share whatever with you know, saying my 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 listeners, my family, and um, abortion has always been a topic to me. I could always sort of relate to because if y'all know or don't know me, I had to make the decision with a young woman. And we weren't ready to be parents. And we had an abortion. And uh it's a it's a very it's a stressful it's a stressful thing. It's a stress it's a it's a traumatic it's traumatic, especially for the woman. I don't want to make it seem like I went through hell, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not the person that actually did it. The um the woman is the person that goes through it, really goes through it. But even just, you know, in proximity. It's, you go through it, man. Like it's a tough decision. It's a very tough decision. Uh, no, let me let me uh, kill some common misconceptions about abortions. There is that nobody's out here executing babies. Let's let's let, like like let's be adults about this shit. I feel like most of my I feel like most of uh, the people listening out here are adults. People over like the age of like twenty. Like, come on, man. Let's be adults. They're not pulling out nine-month babies and just dropping them in a trash can. They're not executing babies. These, like, we're talking about one month, two months into the pregnancy. Uh, there's not even nobody doing an abortion after, like, four months. Like, no. Like, so all this stuff. Like, one thing I don't like about, uh, I guess, the Republican or conservative side of abortion is they'll just get on the internet and on TV and just lie and make it seem like, oh, there's women out here carrying babies for eight months getting abortions. What clinic are they going to? What credible clinic is doing eight-month abortions? Not one. If they're getting an eight-month abortion, that's some back alley shit. That's not a doctor. That's That's a motherfucker. I don't know what he's doing. He or she is doing. But that type of shit isn't legal. You cannot get an abortion after like three and a half, four months. Like anything after three months is a no-go. So all this, they're killing babies. Like read a goddamn book before you find out what a baby is. And a lot of people, a lot of the men that's pushing so hard uh, to make sure that abortion is illegal is people that is is dudes that ain't even out here getting pussy like that. You just every time you see somebody pushing hard for abortion, just look at their face. 
Just look at their face. They look like a can of ravioli in the face every time. And they always pressed about what a woman's going through and what a woman should be able to do with her body. It's her body. It's her decision. Like I said, me and a young woman, we were dating and um, she got pregnant. And she, I wasn't ready and she wasn't ready. We were both young. Uh, not teenagers or nothing like that, but just young people, you know, early 20s. And we decided, because I didn't make her do nothing, and and we decided, we came together and decided that we weren't ready to be parents. So we got rid of the baby. And like I said, it was traumatic. And, you know, she went through a lot. And she was, uh, she was thinking, you know what I'm saying, like, God was gonna punish her for for the decision, and it was it was real. It was a stressful time, and you know, just being in the clinic for uh, because I went with her to the clinic, and um, you're there kind of like all day. It's kind of like an all day event, and it was multiple women there for different reasons. You know, it was people that like myself kind of made a mistake and wasn't ready to be a parent. It was people in there for health reasons. It don't matter why the fuck they're there. The point is they're there. They don't want the baby. How the fuck you going to make somebody have something that they don't want? And it's their body. That's crazy to me. That's always been crazy to me. Even before I was in close proximity to an abortion, like how can you tell somebody else what they want to have? Oh, whether they want to have the baby or not. If you're not going to help them raise the baby, then you need to mind your own fucking business, personally. Let let people do what they want to do. Now, if people are out here doing these crazy seven-month abortions, which they're not doing in no real clinic, by the way. That shit is not happening in no real clinic. That shit is not happening by, by certified doctors or certified whatever. This shit is getting done... Like the same hotel room where an Instagram chick is getting ass shots is the same hotel room where you're going to get an eight-month abortion. That shit is not happening in real clinics. It's happening in some bullshit clinic. And trust me, if you can get an eight-month abortion, uh, a, a, an abortion ban in Georgia or Alabama or whatever backwards-ass state in the South is not going to prevent that. That'll always happen. If, if that type of shit is really going down with eight and nine month abortions, a ban ain't going to stop that because that shit is illegal anyway. That type, that type of crazy ass shit they talking about on uh, these, these politicians be lying about. Those are illegal anyway. But they just trying to ban all of it. So whether you carrying a, a rape baby, an incest baby, or, or, or sometimes it could be a baby that was out of love. But, you know, you just can't have kids. It could kill you. All types of reasons. It's crazy to me. Um, like I said, I'm right, I'll, I'll, I'll ride for the women. I'll ride for the women because that's crazy. Like, everybody can't have kids. Everybody's not fit to be a parent. And punishing people for having sex is insane because that's pretty much what you're doing that's pretty much what a lot of these people want to do is nope you had sex so now you got to deal with the consequences that's wild to me and then you look at the men that's always pushing this shit and they look like 
a toenail in the face. They always look crazy. They always built funny. They always look funny. They always talk funny. They always look wild in the face. Talking about they pro-life. But can't even get pussy. That's why they always... Th and then they always with the same woman. Like they woman look like a bag of mayonnaise. Like not even a jar of mayonnaise. Like just mayonnaise in a bag. And it just forms to the bag. And they always like, well, me and my wife, fuck you and your wife. Straight like that. It's crazy. Like, we, like, they, like people are really out here trying to control other people's body. Like, where does it stop? Where, where does it stop? What's the next ban? They done tried to ban Muslims. They done tried to, they trying to ban abortions. Like, God damn. Chill the fuck out. For real, for real. But uh, let's move on. Let's move on. Before we move on, I'd like to take a second to introduce our newest friends from SeatGeek. Let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find a deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show. And rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you are getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot marks great deals. A yellow dot, good deals. Red dot, not so good deals. But at least they let you know what's going on. Use the promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on them. So... What are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. Seat Geek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. Now, moving on to the next topic, which uh, there should have been a promo code. This is a topic that also hits home for me. A school cafeteria worker in New Hampshire Got fired for giving free food to a student that couldn't pay for his food. The boy, she gave she gave the boy eight dollars in free food and lost her job because the boy couldn't afford to pay for the food. The boy's mama did eventually pay, uh, I guess, the debt, but the damage was done. Uh, this 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 angel of a lunch lady was already terminated. Trash. Absolute garbage. That's crazy to me. And I said, I put out a tweet, and I said, uh, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I pretty much said, kids, all kids, all kids from grades pre-K to the 12th grade should eat for free. Especially public school kids. Now, private school, I don't know how private school work. I went to public school. Private school might be different. I don't know how private school is set up, whether there is cafeterias or, or they have to bring their own food. I don't know. I don't, I've never been to a private school in my life. But all public school kids, all of them, I don't care what walk of life you come from. I don't care boy, girl, rich, poor, black, white. It don't matter. All kids should eat free lunch. Now, before anybody say, but with the government, shut the fuck up. Because 
This is why I pay taxes. This is why I pay taxes. You know, so so that kids should be able to eat free lunch. Not just not just uh kids that come from low income families because when I came up, when I grew up, I ate free lunch. My mama used to have to fill out the form and she would have to and it was embarrassing for her cuz she got to write her income on the paper and you got to uh send it to the office. And then, you know, you get free lunch after that. So you type your number in and you you keep it moving. But it always, even as when I went to school, I got free lunch. But like the kid behind me would have to pay. And I used to always look at that like, why does, how are you going to put that on the kid to pay for his lunch? And you require, the government requires Everybody send their kids to school. It's a requirement. If you don't send your kids to school, they will lock your ass up as a parent. It's crazy to me. And kids, the kids that do have to pay, kids lose money. Kids get kids get people run up in their pockets. Kids get beat up for their lunch money. Kids, you know, oh, I, fuck, I forgot my lunch money. How could you as an adult woman I couldn't even. I, I would have been fired if I was if I worked in the school cafeteria and I was a person at the register or whatever. I'd have been got fired because how could I look a kid in the face and say you ain't got enough money or you short? Let's say the kid is short thirty five cent. Uh, you kind of short and you kind of was short last week. So you take a plate of food from a kid, a third grader. You look a third grader in the face and say you ain't got enough fucking money. That's crazy. Raise my taxes. Raise all of our fucking taxes. Make the rich pay. Make us pay. Make everybody pay. This is why we work. This is why they take the tax. It ain't like paying taxes is optional for most of us. We all got to pay taxes in some form. Raise the fucking taxes. But all public school kids should eat for free. People add me talking stupid shit talking about. So you saying that the middle class. Yes. The fuck? You ain't missing no meals. If you middle class, you ain't missing no meals. That ain't hurting your pocket. Make sure the kids eat. People always so focused on them and their bullshit. This is America. These are our kids. These are all our kids. When you when you when you in your car and you uh in that bus in that yellow bus, the cheese bus, if you don't live in a major city, most of us had to ride the cheese bus. When that stop sign come out, you stop your fucking car. Most most sane people do. You stop your car. You know why? Because you don't want to hit no kids. These are our kids too. I don't even have kids. Apparently, y'all listen to the fucking first segment. I don't even have kids. But it's our responsibility to make sure that these kids eat. It's not their fucking responsibility. What is it? You put the money in a kid's pocket. And they'll lose it in five seconds. Now they in the lunch line thinking they about to eat some jail food. These come on man, these kids they out here eating jail food, man. They eating the same shit you feed prisoners. And you gonna slap a two dollar price tag on it? Come on, man, that's crazy. Let them kids type in their number. Now if a kid can't remember fucking five digits to get his free lunch, then we got bigger issues. But let them punch their number in. And keep it moving. That's crazy. 
the little student ID. Let them type in their student ID number and go on with their life and not have to require them to pay money or you only got $8 on your account, so you might be good this week, but we don't know about next week. Don't even put kids through that type of stress. Don't even put kids through it. Let them all eat for free. All public school kids should eat for free. I don't care what nobody say. I'm ready to argue with any of you motherfuckers about this. Because that's another topic that I keep close to my heart. Like I said, I grew up eating free lunch and free breakfast because, you know, the circumstances I grew up in. But I just felt like all kids, all of them, because people talking about somebody's rich kid. Come on, man. Rich kids, rich people send their kids to private school. They don't even want their kids mingling with us poor people. They want their kids in the best schools. And I don't know how, how private school works. But, you know, if, they, if if them kids need to eat free too, then them kids need to eat free, for, free too. But public school, the way the cafeteria is set up, man, kids should be eating for free and not paying money. Come on, man. It's hard out here. And, and like I said, most a lot of people are parents. So if you raised our taxes a little bit, everybody's taxes across the board, you took out another about $20 out of our checks every week, or what, however you get paid, you ain't going to miss that money. And it would go to a kid eating. Come on, man. Stop worried about yourself. It's, 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 it's kids out here. It, it's up to us to feed the kids. The kids can't feed themselves. Y'all need to remember that shit. Next time you out there eating your food all up and thinking about yourself. It's kids out here that's hungry. It's kids out here that's starving. This lady done lost her livelihood because she had a fucking heart and didn't want to turn away a kid over $8 worth of food. America's fucked up, man. Like, seriously. Like, we, like America's great. Like, we great at certain stuff, but then we'll turn around and just do some petty shit, and that shit, like, irks me. Like, seriously, we need to get our shit together. For real, though. No mailbag this week. This was kind of like a pop-up episode. Um, I'm just happy to be back recording. Like I said, there was some stuff, you know, like I said, I'm happy to be part of a network, Armchair All-Americans, um... There were some things that needed to be ironed out before I could start back recording. So I didn't want to. I didn't want to like announce stuff. I'm I'm one of those people that uh. I believe that if I if I say stuff early, it it'll get fucked up. So I like to like wait till every I is dotted and T is crossed, and then I can you know say things and put out stuff. I don't like to push things out early and then it falls through and I look like a dickhead and shit. Like, I, like I'm like i lying and capping and shit. I don't like to look like that. So I like to make sure that everything's, everything's copacetic, everything's good. Okay, now let's announce. So, and I'm happy. I'm happy to be part of this network. Um, Like I said, I'm going to put this logo on my back. I'm going to run with it. So um, it's good to be back. Y'all should get a podcast next week. Talk some Game of Thrones. I, there's a lot of people have been wanting me to talk Game of Thrones, but uh, like I said, I had to iron things out, you know, behind the scenes before I could start recording again. 
So now with the season, with the with the whole show wrapped up, I can talk Game of Thrones, you know, instead of just doing it, you know, just popping up like, oh, let's talk about three weeks ago. No, let's just talk about the whole season and whatever else is going on. So until next week, God bless.